Welcome to Healing with Purpose podcast, a place where we discuss how healing ourselves helps us find our purpose. I'm your host, Kenya Marie. Let's get into it. Welcome back to another episode of Healing with Purpose. I'm really excited to dive into today's topic because we are talking all about our energy centers. We are talking all about the chakras. So I talked a little bit about this in the last episode, um, but I wanted to dive deeper into what exactly are the seven main chakras and what does it mean when something is blocked? What does it mean when something is activated? How do we know if one of our energy centers is blocked? And what can we do to activate it? So there are lots of different terminologies out there when it comes to talking about the chakras. I personally like to say online or offline. Um, that is definitely not the correct form. You know, usually you'll hear something like activated or deactivated. You'll hear something like uh, blocked or unblocked. I, in my mind, like to think of my chakras as either offline or online or like in spotty Wi-Fi. Okay, so we're going to dive into exactly what the chakras are and how to identify when one of your energy centers is offline and what we can do to turn it online so that it can be activated. And when, of course, our chakras are activated, it allows this beam of energy information of light of love to come through from our highest self and into mother earth and that is what helps us live a most most purposeful life so let's just take it back for those of you quickly don't know what the chakra system is um the earliest written records of chakras come from the vedas okay which are like ancient indian texts so that is where this came from. And there are seven main chakras that they spoke about. And that is the exact belief system in which I follow. So what are like chakras, right? So in Sanskrit, the word chakra is like a wheel. You know, it means like disc or wheel, like a spinning wheel. Okay. And it refers to the energy centers in our body from the tip of our head to the base of our spine. Okay. When our chakras are operating and functioning at our best is when they are open or online. If and when our chakras get blocked or they're offline, that is when we start to experience a lot of symptoms, a lot of physical symptoms, a lot of emotional symptoms, right? So it's really important that we do our absolute best. I mean, not even just our best, but it's like, it's crucial that we keep our chakras online and aligned. Okay. So what are the seven main chakras? Well, let's start with our roots. Our root chakra is located at the base of your spine. And I want you to think of this red, like deep red spinning disc when you think of the root chakra. It's just right there at the base of your spine. And it is the energy point that governs our connection to the world. Our root chakra is what keeps us grounded, what keeps us secure and stable. Okay? Our root chakra is what influences our urges for food and sleep and sex and self-preservation. 
a root chakra is one of the most important chakras that I always am in talking about with my my clients when they're feeling just like completely disconnected. I go, oh my gosh, we need to make sure that that root chakra is online. So when it's offline, here are some things that could be showing up for you. If you are experiencing an overwhelming sense of fear, fear about the world, fear about the future, fear about your past maybe, fear about your ability to show up as a successful person, fear about relationships, if fear is governing you, then it could very well be an indicator that your root chakra is offline. One of the other signs that your root chakra is offline or in spotty Wi-Fi is when you're feeling a deep sense of insecurity. Okay, So maybe you've been feeling really, really insecure in your ability to show up as a powerful like coach. So this is an issue that I obviously run into all the time because I am a business mentor. So I work with many, many women who are starting and trying to grow their online business all different kinds of types of businesses, um, mostly fitness coaches and spiritual life coaches. But nonetheless, this is something that comes up in my life a lot with my coaches and something that we work through is they have this deep rooted insecurity that they just are not a good coach and they cannot show up as a good coach. And because they have this belief, this insecurity that's governing everything that they do and everything they say or everything that they don't do, then what happens? It makes it incredibly difficult to have a successful business, right? You're not getting business. You're not reaching out to clients. You're, you know, getting really nervous when you pitch your price. You're just, your, your insecurity is literally just governing everything that you're doing. Okay. So if that's you, it might be a sign that your root chakra is offline. When your root is online or balanced, you're going to feel the exact opposite. You're going to feel confident in your abilities. You're going to feel like, hell yes, I am that bitch. Like that is when you have a strong root chakra. You're like, I feel good. I feel confident in my ability. I may not know everything. I may not know how to be a successful coach. I may not know how to do outreach and get clients. I may not know the process of sales. I may not know fully how marketing works. I might not know all these things, but I am confident in my own ability to learn. That is an indicator that you have a strong online root chakra. Okay? So ask yourself, do you feel like you are secure in your life right now? You feel like you're grounded are you confidence or are you operating from a place of fear and insecurity? Okay. So that's your root chakra. When you think of like a deep red spinning disc sitting at the base of your spine and that is your root. Moving up from that, we have our sacral. Our sacral chakra is really important. Um, and this, this energy center is located actually right below your abdomen. So like couple of inches below your navel, like your belly button. Um, it's just a couple of inches below that. Okay. And your sacral represents your connection to your emotions and the emotions of other people. Okay. So the sacral, you know, I, I love talking about the sacral chakra actually, because, um, oftentimes whenever there's some, you know, I've experienced this in my life in many different relationships where, uh, you know, I'm in, I'm in communication with someone who's like very much emotionally disconnected 
And I always think like, oh gosh, like the sacral, like the sacral just needs so much love. The sacral is, you know, responsible for not only your emotions, but also your sexuality, your creativity, right? So if you aren't in tune with your emotions, like the first thing that comes into my mind, I'm like, oh, I don't even want to say it, but I see it so often is people that are like really, really overly sexualized. Like they, all they think about is like sex, 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 sex. Like they, they don't think at all about like the emotion that like comes with sex. Like sex is such a beautiful thing. And it, you know, it's such a special moment that you can share with someone. But, you know, I see it often like people that are incredibly over-sexualized and they, all they think about or want is sex. They also tend to be the most emotionally disconnected people as well. <sighs> emotionally disconnected from other people, but more importantly, like emotionally disconnected from their self. So your sacral, like think of it right there, just sitting right below your, your navel. Um, this is that energy point that's really responsible for, for your emotions and your creativity and your ability to, to really just connect emotionally to yourself and other people. And when your sacral's blocked, you're likely going to feel like you're completely emotional, emotionally unstable, right? So these are the people that have like a lot of mood swings and um like just they're like emotionally all over the place um maybe they're like crying and then they're like laughing like you know the next day and then they're like crying like 20 minutes later and then they're, like, they're just emotionally all over the place and they have a lot of mood swings um that's a sign that your sacral might be offline okay emotional instability with yourself and or others is like the first thing, the first indicator that, oh, my sick girl needs some love and I need to turn her on. And again, the other really big example I see when it comes to a blocked or offline sick girl is really like sex obsessed thoughts, right? And I, I know many people in my life who are like obsessed with sex, obsessed with talking about sex, obsessed with having sex with, you know, whomever, like, and I'm not, uh, hey, I'm not here to, to uh, whatever, but what's more concerning, you know, than what like society is going to say about that is, well, you're just not emotionally connected. And that's actually sad. I don't care who you sleep with. I don't care how many people you sleep with. Like, do you boo boo? But like, are you good emotionally with yourself and others? So really sex obsessive thoughts, like that's typically an indicator that you have a, an offline sacral. When your sacral is balanced though, when it is online, you're going to feel really comfortable. You're going to be comfortable with yourself, your body. You're going to feel comfortable with other people. You're going to feel comfortable in social situations. You're going to be able to express yourself without fear of what other people are going to say or think or do. I know when I had a, a blocked sacral, um, I'll share with you guys what, what typically ends up getting a little <laughs> blurry for me, and that's actually my heart. Um, my root is almost always online. My sacral in, in the last several years is you know generally almost always online. But in my early 20s, I definitely had a very offline and blocked sacral, and I knew I did because I was not able to express my emotions. In fact, I would do the complete opposite. I would try to numb my emotions with like alcohol. And I was super uncomfortable in social situations. And so I equated that with like, oh, I just have social anxiety. Like I just have social anxiety. And so that's why I need to drink. And that's why like, I just want to be like promiscuous or fun and like, like just not think and not be emotionally connected to myself or other people. And it was a massive indicator, which I wish I knew at that time that like, I had an incredibly blocked sacral chakra. 
So if you're operating and you're like, no, I am good, which now I can fast forward and I'm like, I'm super comfortable in social situations. I'm able to express my emotions to strangers, to part my par- you know, partner, to friends, to parents, to anyone. I'm able to express myself and I don't have this fear lingering over me of like, what are they going to say if I think this thing? Now, of course, there's caveats to this. We can get nervous about sharing something big, right? Maybe you have to have a difficult conversation with your mom or maybe you want to express your love to your new partner, right? Of course, like that's all like natural and normal and healthy. That That's not an indicator of a block sacral chakra. I'm talking about like you are so completely disconnected to your own emotions that like even the thought of having a difficult conversation with your mom or like even the thought of telling your partner you love them is like really, really like overwhelmingly scary and there's a lot of fear attached to it that's an indicator that you may have a blocked sacral so definitely we want to make sure that we are emotionally connected to each other and we're connected to ourselves so we want to make sure that that sacral is online and we want to make sure that we are able to really dive into that beautiful sensuality and sexuality and creative energy that the sacral brings okay right above that is the solar plexus the solar plexus is located right above your navel. So it's located like in your, your stomach area. And your solar plexus is responsible for your confidence and your self-esteem. Okay. Also, like how you kind of take control of your life. Right. So if you're not feeling super confident in your in your abilities, you're probably someone who doesn't take much control of your life. And if you're like, is that me? I don't know. When I am speaking with my clients, they say, do you take control of your life? They go, well, I don't even know. What does that mean? I say, okay, well, are you a to-me person or a for-me person? When things are happening in your life, are you like, well, this always happens to me. I always attract these types of partners. This is, for, like, this is happening to me. This is happening to me. Life sucks. Everything sucks, right? Like, if that's the case, you might have a blocked or offline solar plexus, okay? But if you're a for-me person, then it's likely you are someone that understands that you do have a lot of control and what happens in your life. You might not be able to control what happens, but you are able to control how you respond to things. You are able to control how you show up in those situations. Okay? So when, you're, when your solar plexus is offline, then you are likely feeling an overwhelming sense of shame. Maybe you're feeling self-doubt. Maybe you have a really low self-esteem, right? When, you're, when your solar plexus is blocked, it's going to be really hard to tap into your personal power, which is so unfortunate because we're all so powerful, so powerful. It's like blows my mind how powerful each and every single one of us are. But if you're solar your solar plexus is offline, you're not even going to see that power. When your solar plexus is balanced, though, when it's online, it's the opposite. You're going to feel confident. You're going to feel strong. You're going to feel strong in your abilities to show up in the world. You're going to feel confident in the way that you present yourself to the world. You're going to know that I have this personal power and it does not compete with your personal power. My personal power is not better than your personal power. Your personal power is not better than my personal power. We are both powerful in our own sense. And if you're feeling that way, then you have a nice, strong online solar plexus. Right above that is our heart chakra. Our heart chakra is located in the center of our chest. And it comes as no surprise. 
But the heart chakra is all about love. It's all about our ability to show love. It's about our ability to receive love. The heart chakra is all about compassion. I know I just mentioned earlier, my heart chakra is something that can tend to feel a little blocked. My heart chakra is one of those chakras that's just a little bit of a pain in the ass, I'm not going to (laughs) lie. There's like always spotty Wi-Fi there. (laughs) And that's something, of course, I'm working through. But your heart chakra... I mean, this is the energy point that represents love for yourself and love for other people. And full transparency, I have a lot of love to give. I love love. I, you know, ask any of my friends and I tell them I love them. I tell my clients I love them. Like, I love love. I love expressing love. But why my heart chakra, my energy center gets a little uh, in spotty Wi-Fi is because I've worked very, very hard, especially recently to receive love it's very hard for me to receive it and to believe it and there's no reason there's no reason except for traumas you know except for past traumas and beliefs and stories I've told myself but your heart chakra it's all about love and compassion so you know if your your heart is blocked or offline when it's really hard to not only show love and kindness and compassion for other people, which is often like what we, what we learn about, right? Like we, we, we learn about like, Oh, like love other people or do all these things. And that's of course, absolutely. Like, you know, so if you're someone that has a difficult time, like showing like kindness or compassion for someone else, then yeah, it might be a sign that you have an offline chart chakra, but also like, this is all about yourself as well. If you have a very difficult time showing yourself love, showing yourself kindness, showing yourself generosity, then that's an issue and your heart chakra may be offline. When your heart chakra is offline, you're probably feeling lonely. Even if you have beautiful friends and family around you, you might feel insecure. Like no one's going to love you. No one wants to love you. Your boss doesn't think you're good enough. Your partner doesn't actually want to be with you. You might feel angry, right? Anger is like the opposite of love. So maybe you or someone you know, they're just like always angry, like always angry, right? Like think of someone in your life right now. Maybe it's like an old coworker or like, I don't know, an old soccer coach or something like, and they're just like always angry. You're like, bro, what is that? Like, why are you so damn angry, right? You might just have an offline heart chakra. That energy center has needs to get dusted off and we need to shine bright, right? Another big one, um, that, that really was an indicator that I had a, a, a offline heart chakra is when it comes to trust. Lack of trust is going to put us completely out of alignment. Trust for ourselves and trust with others. So if you're someone that you don't trust yourself, or maybe you don't trust the people around you, and there's no real reason why, but you just don't, it might be that we have a blocked or offline heart chakra. Okay. The next is our throat chakra. Okay. Our throat chakra is located well on your throat, right? That energy center right there in the middle of your throat. And this chakra has to do with our ability to communicate verbally. Okay. This represents our voice and the way that we express ourselves to other people. It allows us to communicate clearly 
And more importantly, communicate truthfully. When, when your throat chakra is blocked, it's going to hold you back from expressing your truth. Again, I see this so many times with my coaches, so many times with my, um, with my, with my business clients, especially my, my spiritual healing coaches, like, you know, who are in the spiritual space and they're here to help people serve. Like they have so much to give, so much to offer, but they like, they don't. And they don't have a booming business because their throat is so freaking blocked. They're having such a difficult time expressing their truth to other people. Because why? Well, we have been raised, for those of you especially listening in the U.S., we've been raised in a society to kind of keep your opinions to yourself while we see a shift in that or to like overly express your opinions, right? That's both indicators of a, of a blurry throat chakra, right? Where you're just like, like, you know, those loud, just like mouthed people that are like, my way is the right way. Like, it's like, oh my gosh, like you're like expressing so much. And is this even true? Right. Like that's, that's a, a big indicator. Like, okay, we have a little bit of a, blur, a blurry or offline throat chakra, but you know, more commonly what I see is this inability to like speak our freaking truth, speak our truth to ourselves, to our partners, to our friends, to our clients, to our audience. Right. And so if that's you, we might be dealing with a little bit of an offline throat chakra, okay? You know what else I see uh, when we have a, a offline or a, um, you know, deactivated or any word you want to use? Again, I like online, offline. If you have an offline uh, throat chakra, you know what I see a lot of is gossiping. Gossiping. Gossiping and, like, speaking without thinking, right? So, like, have you or someone you know been in a situation where someone's just, like, saying a lot of shit, you know, just like talking, talking, maybe they're talking about like a mutual friend and they're just like gossiping a lot and like they're just going on and on and, and you're sitting there and you might agree with some of what they're saying or something, but then parts of it's like, Ugh, like, wait, is this even like, what? are you even thinking right now? Like, are you, are you thinking at all right now? Or are you just kind of like pulling shit out of your ass? Right? Like wh where, where is this coming from? Like that is a massive indicator that we have a blocked throat chakra. Okay, speaking and gossiping and, and talking behind people's backs or over talking again, like I said, with those like loud mouth, over talking, talking too much, like that is a sign that we have a little bit of an issue with our throat chakra. Um, when we know it's activated, it's when we're speaking clearly and truthfully, and that's it. Okay, right above that, we have our third eye chakra. Our third eye is located right between your eyes in the middle of your forehead. You can thank this chakra for your gut instinct, okay? You can thank your, your, your third eye for having a strong gut instinct. And that's because the third eye is responsible for intuition. I intuition and imagination, but intuition is what it's most commonly known for, okay? Your third eye chakra is so amazing because it allows you to see beyond the physical plane. When you have a clear third eye chakra an activated online bright and shiny third eye chakra and when you think of your third eye I want you to think of this like beautiful deep blue that like that spinning disc remember your chakras are like spinning discs they look like shiny blue bright deep blue you know um color like disc spinning in between your forehead that is your your uh, your third eye chakra and it represents our ability to just see beyond beyond what we can physically see right and that's again why I'm saying your gut if you have a strong gut instinct now listening to it that's completely different but if you have a strong gut instinct uh, you can thank your, your third eye because that is all about intuition okay you're able to see things that are beyond the physical plane you know you might have experienced this with like a, a soulmate type of thing right so maybe you're someone that's 
met a soulmate of yours and there's something about this person that you know is beyond this physical realm. You're like, this is not a connection on a physical realm. This is 100% a spiritual a connection, a spiritual connection for sure. And you have this gut feeling and you know it so deep. You know it so deep in your gut, right? You're listening to your gut. It's a huge indicator that you have an activated an online third eye. Because you can see, you can you can envision this thing and imagine, again, bringing in that imagination. You can imagine this connection that you have and it doesn't make sense. And maybe, you know, I, I have so many friends too, obviously being in the spiritual space and we're aware of what soulmates are and, and twin flames and all these things. And I have so many friends who have similar stories of like, gosh, I met this guy briefly, like six months ago yeah. in like a target, huh? you know, checkout stand. And I have not stopped thinking about him since. And then I actually ran into him last week and now we're dating or whatever. Right. And it's like all this time, like, and I knew, like, it was like this intuition. It doesn't make sense on a physical realm. It doesn't make sense. Like, oh, okay, you're in love with this guy you met and had a five minute conversation with at a Target checkout lane. And you think you're going to end up with him or you, you know, you think all these things and you're like, yeah, it's, yeah, you're right. It doesn't make sense in the physical space. <laughs> it doesn't physically in the 3D world. Yeah. No, you actually probably just ran into someone that you thought was cute and you have been thinking about him, but, but you, you know, in your heart and in your gut and in your soul, you're like, wait, no, there's something here. I can see it. This, my intuition is telling me that this person is a soulmate of mine and I can imagine a future with them, even though I have nothing to base it off of. Right. You know that your third eye is blocked when you're using really poor judgment, when you have a lack of insights, and when you have an overactive imagination. When you're using poor judgment and like you lack the insight of what's going on in your situation, that's a very clear indicator that you have a blocked or offline third, uh, third eye chakra. Okay, When it's online, you're making better decisions. You're using your intuition. Again, I said it's different to just have a gut feeling, but you actually have to like tap into that intuition in order to make the better decisions. So if that's something that you are doing actively, then you likely have an online third eye chakra. And finally, last but certainly not least, is our crown. Our crown chakra is located at the very top of our head. And this represents our spiritual connection to ourself, to other people, and most importantly, to God or the universe, okay? It's what plays a role in your life's purpose. Those that are still struggling with knowing their life purpose or living their soul's purpose may have a blocked or offline crown chakra. So this is the energy center that allows us to connect with our highest self, our, our God, our universe, whatever, it's what gives us this sense of inner peace. It's what gives us a sense of fulfillment in life. Like, yes, I am doing what I am meant to be doing, and I know that with every ounce in my body. Because this energy center is the one that allows us to connect, we're able to receive information from a source so much bigger than ourselves. And I spoke about this in the last episode, how... When I was, you know, when you're going from a, a breakdown to a breakthrough, having that open crown chakra is really important because it allows you to to thin the veil, if you will, and have that connection with this, this ethereal spirit, this God, this universe, your highest self, whatever you refer to. And that's really important. But getting that information in and through and grounded through, you know, through your body and through your energy centers and into to Mother Earth is only going to happen when all of your seven energy centers are online. 
So it's really, really, really important that our root and our crown are always activated and online. And there are so many like, there's a lot of caveats to that, but for the purpose of this, you know, episode, having a, an activated crown and root is really, really important because that's what grounds us down into Mother Earth. And that's what also, you know, lifts us up into entering into, into this ethereal world where we are able to receive information from a much greater source than ourselves. And it's equally important that the five energy centers in between the root and crown are activated and online as well. It's very important so that we can not only receive this information and not only feel grounded, but that we can really get every single one of these discs or wheels spinning, activating, being bright in color. And I realized too, I think I only gave you the colors to, to two of them, um, so I'll do that quickly. But when we have these seven energy centers in alignment and activated online, you are going to be so surprised to see the information and the downloads that come through. Uh, the crown is like a, I've seen it in many different colors or two, two specifically, but it's either like a magenta-y type of purple or you, it's like a, a gold, you know, so you, you could do either. I, you know, when I, when I'm physically like coloring or something, I'll usually do like a magenta type of color. But when I'm like in meditation and I'm like crown activate, like it's definitely like a gold type of color. Um, the third eye, like I mentioned, was like a deep dark blue. Uh, that throat chakra is like a, a lighter blue, if you will. Um, and again, there's kind of different colors depending on what, you know, who you're looking for or what, who you're looking through or, you know, but for the most part, it's like this like brighter blue. Um, the heart chakra is like a green. So if you have like this really bright green that's being activated, um, that's your heart. Your solar plexus is a yellow. Uh, the sacral is an orange and the root is like a deep red. So those are the, if you, if you're someone who is like a visual person, um, and you want to start activating some of these different energy centers and you want to visualize in your mind's eye, the disc spinning in color and being bright, then just know that you can, you know, those are the colors that you'll want to look for. Those are the colors that you won't even force some of us to, um, you'll just naturally see them. Okay. So very quickly, I know I did a really long breakdown of what the chakras are, but, uh, and, and how to recognize if they are offline or online. Um, and I want to end with saying if your chakras are blocked or offline, here are some things that you can do to activate them again. If you want to activate your root chakra, one of my favorite uh, poses, yoga poses to do is the tree pose and the mountain pose. That's like one of my favorite things to do when my root is blocked. Um, so the tree pose, you know, you stand on one foot, have one foot up on the other. Um, that's a really, really good way to like really embrace that root chakra. Um, but also, like I said, doing these deep meditations and really understanding that it's important that these chakras are online is powerful. Um, you can literally YouTube like how, you know, root chakra meditation and like do that. So that's a really important um, thing. But I, I wanted to mention the uh, the tree pose and the mountain pose, because those are things that I like personally do all of the time. Um, but in general speaking, when you are wanting to unblock your chakras, the easiest thing to do is to ground yourself, is to go in, right? Go in. One of my biggest sayings, you've probably heard me say it a million and one times, is 
uh, be silent and be still. That's something that I often remind myself of when I am feeling out of alignment. So you really want to make sure that you are being silent and you're being still and you're listening. Um, but we want to make sure that we are, you know, meditating. We're feeling what we need to feel, especially when we're talking about the heart chakra, you know, heart chakra is all about love and forgiveness and compassion. And so if you're finding that you're having a very difficult time, um, embracing that one of my favorite go-tos to unblocking the heart chakra, and I'm kind of jumping around here. Sorry, my mind's like spacing. Uh, one of the, my favorite things to do with the heart chakra, um, is to journal and specifically journal out the things that you're grateful for. One of my favorite things I, to do when I'm like really like, oh my gosh, I need to activate my heart is I start to, uh, to journal the things that I am grateful for. Uh, I'm a journaler too, so I'm trying not to do just journaling. I know the yoga pose obviously is really important for the root. Um, journaling what you're grateful for is really important for the heart. Uh, I think I'm just going to give you journaling examples because that's honestly what I do. So with the solar plexus, one thing that I really like to do is visualize. I'm a huge visualizer visualization type of person. I love journaling. I love making mind movies and visual boards and, you know, dream boards, whatever you want to call them. So if you really want to activate that solar plexus, uh, something that you can do is start imagining a future for yourself that looks really good. Um, what is it that you want? What is it that you want to do? Who is it that you want to be? Start journaling that out. You can do some visualizations. You can make a, you know, you can make a, um, a vision board or something like that. Um, when it comes to, I'm going to go circle back to the root for a second, because I know a lot of you probably, some of you might not be a yogi, uh, which I am not either, but something else that's really grounding is just like stomping your feet or just walking on mother earth. Like that's like the easiest, most simple thing that like literally anyone can do. If you want to activate and turn your root online is like literally just ground yourself. So anything that feels grounding for you. I know I had a client the other day tell me that like playing music is grounding for her. Uh, for me doing really deep breaths is grounding for me. Stomping my feet is really grounding for me. Putting my fat, uh, my fat, my flat feet on the ground is really grounding for me. So that's something that I really like to do uh, to activate and unblock that root chakra. Um, for the sacral right above that, something that you can do is just anything that makes you creative. So, right. This is like the energy center for uh, sexuality, creativity. Um, so do something that's like really, really, you know, allowing you to express your creativity. Um, maybe that's dancing, maybe that's painting, maybe it's cooking. I don't know, but anything that allows you to just like kind of play, um, and just be super creative. I know we talked about the, uh, the solar plexus. So for me, that's really visualizing, making vision boards, things of that nature. The heart, uh, is the gratitude journal, something I really find helpful. Um, and not even just like what you're grateful for, but also like writing out the things that you are wanting to let go of. So this is a practice that I do several times throughout the year, probably at least once a quarter. Uh, I will write out like, what is it that I'm letting go of? I'm letting go of anger around this. I'm letting go of resentment around that. Uh, I, I need to let these things go because I want to cultivate love and I want to cultivate understanding and I want to cultivate compassion for myself and for others. So another really important thing that you can do uh, aside from like doing the gratitude journal to activate your heart chakra is um, write out like all of the things that you are ready to release and let go of. Really, really important. Um, one of the things that you can do to unblock your throat chakra is to focus on self-expression. Okay, so this might be singing for some of you. This might be journaling for some of you. This might be public speaking for some of you. This might be getting in like a group of, of you know, 
people that you trust. Maybe it's like a support, a support group. Um, and it's just your opportunity to just like speak your truth without anyone having anything to say about it. Right. That is a beautiful practice to get into, to activate, um, that throat chakra. Okay. We don't want that throat chakra blocked because what you have to say is important. And we want to make sure that you are able to communicate effectively and clearly and truthfully. So definitely try practices and exercises that focus on self-expression. I know for, you know, people in my life, like singing, writing, I, I, I like to like write poetry or just random things, just get it out. I'm a huge writer. So like for me, it's like, that's my way of like getting it out. And then I like, you have to you know speak it as well. Like sp after you write something out, if you're a journaler, like speak it, read your journal out loud to yourself, get out your truth. Okay. Um, some practices for your third eye is, I mean, really just for me, it's breath work. Um, breath work is an amazing way to tap into my intuition um, and really like quiet my mind. That's why I meditate so much. And that's why I think my third eye is always so activated and always online is because I, I've gotten into the practice of like relaxing my mind, you know, and even if it's temporarily and that's what was making, if you listen to my last episode, which was making the last couple of months quite challenging for me is that I stopped my meditative practice, which was making it very hard to tap into my own intuition. And so, um, my, you know, advice to you or an invitation to you is to really focus on exercises that allow you to relax your mind and visualize the future that you want. For me, that's meditation, that's breath work. And for our crown, I mean, what can you do to activate your crown? Well, sitting in silence, silence, being silent, being still, walking in nature, having conversations with your highest self, right? If you want to really hone in on that connection with the divine, then you need to have a communication with the divine. Some yoga poses for those of you that are into that. You could do, I know the headstand and the handstand are both very, um, you know, popular yoga poses when it comes to unblocking the crown chakra. Yoga is a really amazing practice, sitting in meditation. Something else I like to do is I like to imagine a white light entering into my crown. Right. So I literally will visualize, which is why I said earlier, like, yes, there's like this magenta color, but I also like to look at it as like a, a, a golden color, a golden, like white color. I like to visualize this golden white color literally coming in through my head. That's a really amazing way to unblock that chakra. OK, so I hope you got some value from this. I hope this is more of like an educational type of episode and then. Um, something that I'm very grateful that I discovered and uh, very appreciative of and something that for me has made the most sense uh, when I am feeling insecure. I know that I need to, you know, really look at, you know, like my sacral or my solar plexus, right? If I'm feeling like I can't trust anyone, I really need to look into my heart chakra. If I, you know, for whatever reason, if my intuition's a little off or I'm not trusting my gut, then I need to know I need to look into my third eye chakra. So it's just a way to like really become self-aware and to not allow yourself to feel stuck for longer than you need to. Okay. So if you got some value from this, please, please, please share with your family and friends. Um, reach out to me on Instagram. I am Kenya Marie underscore. I love to hear your guys's feedback. I love to hear your biggest takeaways and I love to hear what you want to hear more of. So please reach out to me. I am Kenya Marie underscore on Instagram. Also, if you are in the process of healing, you know that healing is a part of your journey, but you just don't know how to start it. I invite you to join us in our course healing with purpose. It is a 10 week course focused on helping you 
walk through the stages of healing. Me and the incredible staff of coaches that are involved in this course are here to support you. We're here to guide you. And most importantly, we're here to teach you how you can self-heal, heal your body, manage your mind, and tap into your emotions so that you can connect with your higher self and so that you can discover and live out your soul's purpose. So um, the next course and cohort begins January 2nd and it is completely online. So you don't need to come in anywhere physically. We meet once a week, but even if you're not able to meet the weekly call, we are always replaying the the replay or you have access to the replay. So if that is something that you're interested in, all of the information is on my Instagram where you can find my website. If you have any questions, you can DM me. I am Kenya Marie underscore. I look forward to seeing you in the course and I will chat with you next time. Thank you so much for taking an interest in your own healing. The more you heal yourself, the more you heal the world. So thank you for being here and I will chat with you soon. To continue your healing journey, join me in my 10-week course, Healing with Purpose. This all-encompassing course is comprised of teachers, healers, and holistic practitioners who teach you how to find your purpose in life by walking you through the stages of healing. By the end of the 10 weeks, you will have a deeper understanding of who you are and what your purpose is and the tools and resources to heal your body and manage your mind. To apply for our course, click the link in my bio, I am Kenya Marie underscore, and we'll see you in there.